So when I I think I just don't know how clocks work. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's what wow, the problem let's, is. Let's stop the whole podcast right now. Tell Adam how a clock works. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ray Hart Rundown. What is happening? It is New Year's Eve. Happy New Year! Almost. Everybody's, everybody's getting ready for getting their, the New Year's countdown. Totally, totally awesome, New Year's countdown. And we'll do the, I think we'll do the countdown at the end of, uh, we'll do the countdown at the end of the show. Yeah. So that way we can, if you want to ring in the New Year's with the Ray Hart Rundown, you can. You have that ability. Uh, so, of course, the games and the inf- information. Uh, check the description to see when to start. Yeah, when does time start is. Yeah, so that you know exactly when to start the episode so that you can count mm. down the new year mm. with right. us. So if you're listening to this in the morning, you may have to stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, but let us uh, let me re- re-wrap. Let me reiterate some stuff from last episode. From the Christmas episode, because last week was the Christmas episode. Yeah. So we hope you all had a great Christmas, a great holiday, got everything that you ever didn't need. And I have looked up and pulled up on my computer here a couple of odd things, because I was curious, and so, of course, I binged it, and I found 13 of the world's weirdest Christmas traditions. Oh, cool. So I was like, oh, well, that's... Let's see if we can figure out um, if any of them could be done. Because, like, a lot of these ones are, like, region exclusive. I don't want to see, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the first one being Japan here. Uh, all I want for Christmas is KFC. Yeah, we talked so, about that last Yeah, week. again, yeah. that's why I'm getting, getting out of the way now. Due to a combination of tiny Japanese ovens and clever marketing campaigns, convincing locals that fried chicken is a traditional American Yuletide feast. So... Everybody wants KFC. Uh, okay. not, not me. Um, Norway. Number two, Norway. Norwegians believe that Christmas Eve con- coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. So it's only logical then that Norwegian householders hide all their brooms before they go to sleep. Because nothing okay. spoils Christmas quicker than finding your broom and broken pieces on the floor. I don't know. Well, no, um, I would assume that they would steal it. <clears throat> yeah, the, the idea is that they hide the broom so that witches and stuff can't use them to wreak havoc, I guess, and fly, right. fly around the fucking room. I don't know. Weird. But that's Norway. Um, Venezuela. Here we go. Uh, in the week leading up to Christmas, Venezuelans attend a daily church service called Misa de Angunaldo. I'm not sure I said that right, but it basically means early morning mass. Uh, it is customary to travel to the church service on roller skates. Okay. So even though, like, oh, yeah, they're going to church, big deal. No, 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 roller skates. To the point where major roads in the capital are closed until 8 a.m. so people can roller skate to church. Okay. Yeah. Number nine, Austria. So Austria has a deal with facing your Christmas demons. In Austria, St. Nicholas has an evil counterpart. You know this. Krampus. Correct. He's the bad cop to St. Nick's good cop. <laughs> right. Um, and what's his job? Do you know what his job is? He's the one that uh, kidnaps the bad boys and girls. Yeah, he punishes bad children be- yeah. before Christmas. So men dressed in evil devil costumes roam the streets carrying chains and a basket for abducting especially bad children and hauling them to hell. So, yeah. So, leading up to Christmas, <laughs> these dudes dress up like Krampus. Keep all the kids in line. I, Dude, I mean. Genius. Yeah, really genius. Because then, you know, because over here it's just all like, hey, Santa's watching you. Yeah. You know, Santa's watching you. And the kids are like, fuck Santa. Like, whatever. Fine. Don't bring me a present. Bring me coal. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Great. Yeah, exactly. Over there it's all like, Krampus is watching you. It's <sighs> like, I'm going to hell. <laughs> like, yeah. That, there's no, a, there's was... a demon devil guy coming to get you. And there he is. Like, there's a picture. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, okay, so 
I'm going to skip one of these ones that's super bizarre. Remind me to go back to it because it's way over the top. Okay. Uh, I think it should be like the number one, but it's not. It's number five. But here we go. Number six, though. Christmas dinner you'll never forget in Greenland. Next time you find yourself complaining about your grandmother's festive Brussels sprouts, spare a thought for the poor tykes in Greenland. So each Christmas they have to tuck into matak, which is raw whale skin with a little blubber, and kivaka, kivak, maybe, I don't know, again, butchering words, which is made by wrapping in small Arctic bird in seal skin, <laughs> burying it for several months, and then eating its decomposed flesh. Hey, Greenland. What the fuck? Get some KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Um, no thanks, you. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, in Guatemala, cleanliness uh, is next to godliness because the locals believe that the devil and other evil spirits live in the dark, dirty corners of your home. And they spend the week before Christmas sweeping up and collecting rubbish and then piling everything in a huge heap outside and setting it on fire. <laughs> I like that tradition. <laughs> it's uh, called La Quim La. Quima del Diablo. I think the we burning should do of that. the devil. I think we should do that the once a month. The idea for Guatemalans is to burn all the bad from the previous year and start a new year from out of the ashes. So yeah, they, they go around, they get all the stuff, that they, all their junk, all their garbagey stuff they don't want. And they burn it. Hooray. I think we should do that once a month. Once a month? Yeah. So in the Ukraine, next one, in addition to the standard tinsel, fairy lights and of course um, candy canes, Ukraines like to throw an artificial spider and web on the tree. Have you heard of this? Do you know about this? Have you heard of this? Sure. All right. So the tradition <laughs> has its origins in an old tale of a poor woman who couldn't afford to decorate her tree and woke up on Christmas morning to discover a spider had covered it in glorious sparkling web. So it's like Charlotte's Web. Of Christmas. Of Christmas time. Okay. Uh, but it's supposed to be for good luck, not for the poor housekeeping situation like we saw in Guatemala. But in the Ukraine... Having a spider web on your tree is supposed to be good luck. Now, um, our family, you remember, you know what we used to put in the tree for good luck? No, I don't, you don't remember. remember. So dad would put wooden birds. Oh, yeah, that's in right. In the tree for good luck, right? Yeah, I just always assumed it was just an ornament. Right. And so you put the wooden birds. It's from, I think it's either from Germany or Holland, but it's wooden birds. And then some years later, and this was out of pure coincidence, and I'm not even sure, but someone gave me a, a bird's nest with little three with three little golden eggs in it. And you put that in your Christmas tree, and it brings you good luck. So dad had the birds. I ended up with the nest. And so every year I would put the nest in the tree for good luck. Like, you, it's not it's not an ornament. It's not like you hang it and people can see it. Right. Like, I would bury it into the branches. So it was a symbolic thing. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I get the whole... Spiderweb in the Ukraine thing. Totally. I understand it. Um, Portugal. They feed dead people. Uh, okay. So basically is... Okay, so sometimes basically the family sets out an extra place at the dinner table for relatives that have passed for the, in the previous year. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the practice that will ensure good fortune for the household and any crumbs left on the, on the floor as well. And you thought feeding all your relatives was hard enough. Now you have to feed the dead ones. Sorry. Um, it's like pour out some liquor for my homies. Yeah, exactly. Same yeah. same situation. Okay, number ten, real quick. Uh, again, it's only thirteen of these. Number ten, Italy, where Santa's little helper is an old witch. So, unable to conclusively prove the existence of Santa, the Vatican decided to throw its weight behind something they had countless dealings with: an old witch called La Bafana, who delivers presents to kids in Italy. The story goes that three wise men invented the witch to accompany them to see baby Jesus. She says she was too busy, and the legend was born. Born, sorry. <laughs> okay. Bored. It's, yeah, no shit, it's bored. Uh, so basically, they, Italy was like, yeah, so this 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 lady couldn't go. <laughs> Good job. Way to incorporate Jesus and Santa in one story. Czech Republic here. Um, on Christmas Eve, unmatched Czech women stand with their back to the door and toss one of their shoes over their shoulder. If it lands with the toe facing the door, it means that they'll be married within the year. If it lands with the heel facing the door, they're in for another year of basically watching Bridget Jones' diaries. 
Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's a way to turn Christmas into. I don't. <laughs> okay. What does it mean when the shoes are hanging from the electrical lines? <laughs> Means you could buy drugs. It means, I mean, she's going to get high. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. The evening of 5th of December, German children leave a boot or a shoe outside their bedroom door. Remember, right. we talked about this on the last episode, so this yeah. is actually on here. In the morning, if they've been good, they'll wake to find the shoes filled with sweets. If they haven't, they'll only find a branch. So there you go. So they just get sticks in so there? they get a stick in their boot. You want a stick in your shoe? Or you want candy? I have a dog. That's You're screwed. Worse than You're going to get shit in your shoe. Yeah, exactly. Cool, and they'll be chewed up and fucked. Good job. Yep. Um, here's a, here's one, second to last one. Here we go. Spain. I remember this one surprisingly okay. enough, but uh, it's more elaborate in a small in this small town of uh, La Font de la Figura. Um, it's taking the tradition one step further. So what it is is it's customary to wear red underwear on New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah, no big deal. But in that small town in Spain, on New Year's Eve run. With the runners just wearing the red underwear. <laughs> okay. And they just run around the town. Sounds like a good time. Uh, but the town actually has the highest incident of pneumonia in the country. All right. <clears throat> uh, so there's that. Let me go back to that one I was telling you I saved for the last one. Let me take a drink of my soda here before it gets gross because it's about to. Mm. Heard. Totally disrespectful to drink while doing a podcast. But don't care. <clears throat> here we go. Catalan. Catalonia. Okay? Okay. Locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it, and giving it a hat. Mr. Stick? Mr. Twig? Mr. Log. Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruits and nuts and sweets. Now, how long is a fortnight? Four weeks. Cool. Uh, on Christmas Eve, they, on Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to... If you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick. Until the log explodes like a piñata, all its treats. Uh, okay. I don't know why we don't do this everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also decorate their nativity scenes with small, pooping ceramic figures from well-known characters. Drawn from the previous year. And all the characters in the nativity scene have their pants down around their ankles. Okay. I feel like I've seen It's literally called the defecating log. Okay. Maybe that's where Mr. Hanky came from. I don't know. But apparently you gotta beat the shit out of this log to get candy. It's the grossest, it's the world's grossest piñata. Yeah, it's pretty fucking sick. It's nasty. So there was some, uh, there you go, some 13 weirdest Christmas traditions I had to, uh, so people did that, apparently, last week. So somebody <laughs> beat the shit out of a log, ate KFC, hid their brooms, roller skated to church, ate dead birds, and burned shit in their yard. Cool. I'm still up for burning shit in the yard. <laughs> I think we should do it. That's your favorite, that's your favorite out of all, oh that my stuff, God, out of all the it. weird stuff? Yeah, take all of your old crap, have a bonfire party. Do it. Sounds fucking great. Sounds amazing. Sounds great. I agree. 100%. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. So we only have a couple of games to play today for okay. our um, our New Year's episode here. Because I do have New Year's, fun New Year's trivia, okay? As well as more traditions, just general, not weird, but just general traditions for New Year's around the world. Okay. But let's play a game or two. Before we get into the into the people where they get to learn shit. Okay, before we start knowledge dropping on people around here. Okay, so we're going to play This or That. Okay, one of our fun games here. Okay. So uh, are we going to use like we do? Are we going to use the date? Sure. Okay. We're so going to do New Year's, so 1231. 1231. Let's find it here somewhere in this book. I can't I realize it's numerical. Actually, okay. He. Okay. This is kind of stupid, but here we go. 1231, ready? Yeah. This or that? Jog or power walk? Oh, see? Like, you want to jog, 
but you already have the look of exhaustion. <laughs> I was just about to say that. The thought of jogging right is now making like, me more uh, tired. I want to throw up. I power walk pretty much everywhere I go, so. Like, people say I walk fast. Well, we all, yeah, well, we, yeah, we all do. Yeah. It's like almost like a freaking family trait to walk Mach 2. Yeah. Just to get where you're going. So, yeah. So, power walk. <laughs> For sure, power walk. All right, so then I'm going to ask you another one here. Follow-up, ready? Okay. So this or that, exercise in the morning or the evening? Mm. I mean, it's best to exercise in the morning. Correct. It fires you up, gets your endorphins going, you can get through the rest of your day. But I always have a tendency of doing it in the evening. (laughs) Because? Because I'm too tired to work out when I first wake up. Mm -hmm. So... I just do my day, and then I go after I'm done. I would do it. Uh, I used to work out immediately after work. Yeah. As soon as I left work, I would go right to the gym. Which was still morning for you. Sort of. It was like, uh, I mean, it was Theoretically, well, it'd be morning for me. I'd be working out at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Well. Which I also used to do. I used to, when I'd get off work at the bar, I would go to the gym. And then get work out to like 4 or 5. Go home, shower, go to sleep. I got. We got to do the um, New Year's resolutions of losing weight this year. That's yeah, my, I do it every my, year. That's my plan. Yeah, that's my plan. I do. I work out. That's my every plan. year, from January to March. Yep. First, first, then first, I go out for my birthday. First quarter, and then I'm I'm showing off the gains, and I'm done. And <laughs> like, that's here, it. Here's what this is. What this you know whatever age is, this is what 31 looks like right now. Okay, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> I'm always in the best shape of my life on my birthday, and then I'm done. And then that's it. And then I go back to not being in the best shape of my life. Well, there you go. All right, so they're going to do um, – here we go. They're going to do uh, questions all about me. We're going to go also to 12, 1231. Uh, so number 1231 about questions. Here we go. What part of your day is your favorite? an odd one but interesting so what part of your day is your favorite like everybody's got a favorite part of the day so right when you wake up no right before i go to bed just going to bed yeah it's the best part of my day just being tired just Just going to bed day is over i'm gonna lay down i'm gonna turn on a show and i'm gonna enjoy it and pass the fuck out and hope to wake up Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> in a whole new life where I don't have day jobs and I'm just an international podcaster. The, um, you know, that they talked about that golden hour of during the day. No. So you've never heard of the golden hour? No. So it's in the evening. There's like a time when the sun is setting. It's like a really small window, like an hour. Okay. So, uh, when the sun is setting and everything turns like this. Usually, it really happens, especially after like a rainstorm. But every turn, everything turns like that, like a pretty yellow hue. Yeah, it's like again, it's like I the know gold, what you mean. It's like the, gold, the golden hour. It's what they call the golden hour. Okay. Um, most days, that's where I'm like, ah, I could like this. If I wish it was like this all the time. I don't know if it was just the way everything looks or the way everything feels or whatever. Or again, where you live in Florida, so we're kind of spoiled. But I, I always like that. The way the way the aesthetic is outside, so it makes me calm. Oh, okay. Like it calms me down. Right. You know. Um. The the only other time is probably like again, right? Like we said, like right before going to bed. Yeah. But see, I, I'm the type that can't. I can't turn the TV on. Like I I I can. I'm the type where I like shut everything off. It's dark. It's pitch black, and then I can ha- I can just shut off. Yeah, I watched you do it. Yeah. I watched you do it turn on off. Christmas night. Yeah. Christmas day. You were on the couch. You still had the Nintendo Switch in hand. In hand. And then your head went back. You're like, man, I'm so tired. I'm like, let me just... And take, you were snoring. Let me take a break. Dude, I have... Again, and then I the, looked at Jen. I was like, that didn't take long. And then you... Uh, uh, and you just continued playing. You literally took like a 30 second nap. And I was fine. It was crazy. But it's it's uncanny. I have the ability to. I want to say sleep anywhere, but like sleep standing up, sleep. Oh, I've done anything. that. So um, 
I've fallen asleep standing in the shower. Nope, and that's I, not safe. <laughs> I, I woke up to the cold water hitting me because yeah, the I hot bet. water ran out. Um, fall asleep on the toilet, of course. I think everyone's kind of done that at some point in time in their life. I do. I've done it when I was sick. Oh no! Like I did it. Like I woke up. Like you're like, like I did it yesterday. Time what to go to doing? yeah. Like yeah. time to go to work. Got a shit shower, shave. And then you like you sit on the toilet, and then you just like you turn the shower on or whatever. Like getting ready to start your day, and then next thing you know, you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> you're way past that. <laughs> um, but no, standing up in the shower, I think was my most impressive. And then I woke up to. I was still just standing there. I wasn't leaning on nothing. I was just I was out, bro. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, I think everybody's done the fall asleep at the wheel. Yep, I fall asleep. At I the think wheel. I think that that's the scariest. I think the scariest for me is being so tired where you get to home or you get to work or whatever, and you go, "I don't remember any of the drive." Okay, so actually, <laughs> that's, called, that's called sleep here. <laughs> that's called micro sleep. So if, whenever you take your driver's test, it's in your driver's test now. Okay. Um, because, you know, like I had like gotten some sort of ticket and I took the test so that I didn't get any points. Of course you did. Go ahead. raise my insurance. This was years ago. <laughs> but like on the test, they actually talk about micro sleeping because usually with that test, I just skip everything because mm-hmm. the, the answers are so fucking easy on a driver's test. Like you could pass it without reading a single fucking thing. Right. Um. Like, for example, it's like, what do you do when you're coming up to a toll bridge? Do you, A, gun it up to 80 and throw your money at the toll collector? Yes. Or, B, gun it up to 80. C, prepare, or slow down and prepare to stop. Or, D, turn around. <laughs> like D, turn you around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, turn around. <laughs> um, but, no, so, like, it's fucking, it's the most easiest fucking test in the world. Right. But, uh but no, so like I'm skipping through, it and then I got to a section about micro sleep, and I was all like, "Ooh, I'm actually kind of interested in this because I did it all the time." Right. Uh, when I was a computer tech, I would fall asleep behind the wheel when I leave the office, mm-hmm. and I'd wake up in Marco Island. That's like a, that was like an hour and a half drive. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was out. <laughs> like, don't remember the entire. Like, it was seriously like I left the office, mm-hmm. and then I just I was in Marco. Like immediately because I felt like micro sleep. It's your body shuts down all brain activity except for your beta, uh, beta your basic motor functions mm-hmm. that you need to drive. That's scary. I mean, it, I, it, it's it terrifying. Happen, it happens because I work early morning, so it happens more often than not where you just go, Bleh. yeah. You know, I've been trying to listen to more comedy, other com other comedy podcasts to try to keep my brain active like right. laughing or, or carrying on or whatever you know um, to try to keep it to keep it so I don't do that so that's what I've been doing in the mornings uh, just because I work so damn early you yeah. know and I prefer to, I prefer to work early because I don't want, I hate dealing with this is why I'll probably never move to LA but I hate dealing with traffic um so working early mornings, there's nobody on the road. Yeah. You know, this is before school buses and people and, you know, it's like four o'clock and then five o'clock in the morning. So, but no, yeah. Like, um, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I mastered the art of sleeping in class as well. So like I would have my notebook in my lap, like open, mm-hmm. right? So if we're like reading from our textbook or whatever, mm-hmm. I would have it in my lap, leaning against the desk and I would fold my arms and put my head down, and it looked like I was just reading my textbook. Mm-hmm. No, dude, I was out. You're gone, cold, bro. And it, then one t- one day I woke up, and uh, I know you can't see it because we're not on the video portion yet. But right. like, dude, like one day I like you know how you can hear everything around you, but you're still sleeping, right? I heard someone go, "He's gonna get a crick in his neck," because <laughs> like straight up, bro, I was like this. Just like <laughs> fucking out. Take a photo. Take a photo. Let me take a photo. No, I will post it on. I should post it on Instagram. Is what I should do. Got it. Yeah. So like, dude, I was out, and then I fucking, and then I woke. As soon as I heard that, I actually woke up. I was like, oh, oh, oh hi, <laughs> <laughs> hello, and um, yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Oh, oh, I fell asleep at work. Um, 
this was probably a couple months ago, standing up behind the bar. Did anyone find out? Um, I mean, they did now. My, but... my, my key, my, <laughs> no, my key holder, the guy who was uh, key, was key holding for the day. Because um, I, I want to say this was right before I caught COVID. Mm-hmm. So I think it might have been when I was starting COVID and I was like just super tired. Yeah, because I was taking like uh, Sudafed. But I accidentally took Sudafed PM before I, I went to I work. I remember that day. Yeah. you. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. I think it was on another episode, earlier in episode, but yeah. I took yeah. a Sudafed PM before you work thinking struggling. it was Sudafed daytime. And bro, like straight up, I leaned against the fucking, the cooler yeah. or whatever, folded my arms, put my head down, and I was fucking you were, out. You were dude. done. Like I had a dream. And I remember the dream. Oh, like, you went as far as to have a dream. I had a dream, and I fucking woke up behind the bar to my buddy Charleston, who is was key holding at the time. And he walks over. He goes, dude, I just watched you sleep for 15 minutes on the camera. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, sorry. He goes, did you, did you have a good nap? I was like, dude, it's a suit of PM. I was like, I had a dream, though. He's like, oh, yeah? What'd you dream about, Adam? I was like, I had a dream that I got initiated into the Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah? Well, that didn't happen. (laughs) And you're like, I know, because otherwise they'd be in here getting free drinks and kicking your ass. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But, yeah. No, the the only time I ever fell, I, I, I have kind of a similar story, though. Now that you say that, uh, the only time I fell asleep at work was so many years ago. I mean, like 2008. Okay. I had started the early, it was the first time I had ever done the early shift, the 4 a.m. start work at four o'clock in the morning shift. And I was a manager and I was not used to getting up that early. So I was clearly like I was not adjusted yet. And I remember sitting down in the office, like in the morning to get when we get started. I sat down in the in the office, and I'm going on the computer to set up or whatever. I don't know what it was, to set up the scheduling system or whatever. And that's all I remember. <laughs> and an hour and a half later, uh, one of the other employees comes into the office and is all like, "Hey, hey, Bob." I'm like, what? What? They're like, yo, everybody's seen that you're dragging ass today, and we all just let you sleep in here. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, like my employee, I mean, my employees that for that, at the time, that year, whatever, they kind of had my back, and because they, I knew, they knew I was adjusting. They knew I was getting used to it, so they were like, hey, we let you, we let you go, but you can't be doing it every night. And we're like, I'm like, dude, I'm, I didn't even know I did it. Like, I, I, you know. Now, I mean, I've taken naps at work, like multiple, multiple, multiple naps at work. Um, But I wasn't like clocked in for the exception of the one where I was standing behind Mm -hmm, the bar. mm -hmm. But usually whenever we're working the the long double shifts, um, which to everyone else I think is like a triple (laughs) because it's like 16 hour shifts. Yeah. Um, But whenever I work those, usually another bartender will come in and then they'll look at me and be like, yo, Adam, like go take an hour. Right. Well, now I live an eight-minute walk from work. Right. So now I just go home. And um, But bef- before, I lived so far away, I was like, by the time I get home, I'm going to have to just turn around and come right back. Right. So I used to climb up into the liquor room and curl up into a fucking ball <laughs> in the corner of the liquor room. Liquor room is like an attic above the bar? Yeah. Okay. So, and, uh, it's above the office or whatever, but it is like a short little attic type of, it's a loft type of thing. And there's just liquor everywhere. There's not enough room for me to even lay down and be completely straightened out. Mm. I had to curl up, but I fucking curled into a ball and I would just lay down off into the corner and usually scare the hell out of anybody who goes up there because... Because they're not expecting this. There's see just your, a guy yeah. sleeping in there's a, a g- corner. <laughs> hey, you guys, there's a creepy man up here sleeping. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the boss. That's Adam. <laughs> it's, 
So, but I would go up there, dude, and I would pass the fuck out. Like even loud music, people talking, did not get, didn't bother me, dude, bro. I I was out. I had, and that's the benefit to falling asleep with the TV on. (laughs) Sleeping, talking about sleeping at work. I had an employee. I'm not gonna say his name, um, but I had an employee. I think I remember this story. Worked for me, and he was sleeping in his car. Oh, never mind. No, you don't know the story. He was sleeping in his car, and. So he was supposed to be in the work at five. Managers are always supposed to be there at four, but he was supposed to be work at five. And he pulls up and he's sleeping. And like I guess it was like running on like five fifteen, and I was like, he hasn't come in the building yet. Let me go out and check on him. So I go out and I see him and I'm like, yo, I knock on his window and I'm like, hey. I was like, yeah, it's five fifteen, bro. I was like, come on, get up, let's get started, let's go. He's like, okay, I'm, I'll be right there, I'll be right there. I'm like, okay. And. 5.30, still not in the building. I go back out. He's still in his car, still asleep. And I'm like, yo, it's 5.30. At this point, you're 30 minutes now late to work. Like, we have to, like, have a discussion, quote-unquote, when you come inside. Okay? He's like, yeah. And he sits up in his car, and, and he opens the door. So I'm like, okay, he's at least now coherent and paying attention puts his foot out and I'm like okay I'll see you inside and he's like oh, okay six o'clock now nobody I'm like what the where's this guy right I go outside car's gone he's left and I call him and I was like hey I was like what happened I thought you I said it's not I said look I was, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt I mean I know he was tra- he was he, here's the thing he was doing I knew I already talked to him and I knew he was doing like strength training and bodybuilding. Right. So he was doing eight hours, eight hours at the gym on top of a regular job. Oh, wow. So I don't know what, when he was sleeping other than not never. Um, Cause 16, you know, eight hours of work and eight hours at the gym, I, you know? Yeah. And then he had another job where I think he was doing photography or something for like another part-time situation. So he, I was like, I, I get it, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to help you, you know, so you don't have to, so you can continue to make all the money and not have to walk away, but you got to meet me halfway here. Like I'm willing to be flexible with you, you know? And he's like, Nope. And he's like, listen, man, he's like, I'm not even going to put you in that predicament. He's like, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not, I can't do that early stuff, man. It's just killing me. It's not worth it. I'm like, okay, cool. Fast forward. Ten years later, ten years later, he was at, I'm going to bleep out the names, he was at daughter's wedding. Oh, no shit. He was the photographer. Oh, no shit. That kid. Him and his, him and his girl. Yeah. Yeah. There, It was that photography that they had started. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good for him, man. So, yeah, I mean, so long story short, he got he got to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. And, uh, but again, I, I try to, that's probably the only time I've ever had to be like, I try to give an, like, I try to give an employee, I mean, I'm like a pass a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then after that, I just became an asshole and now I hate everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some, uh, New Year's traditions. Some New Year's traditions. Kiss someone at midnight. Yeah. It, it, it's the American way. Um, yeah. A lot of them have to do with being have to do with wanting luck for the for the next year. I noticed that there's like a lot of places that have to do with luck. So I'm gonna go over them fairly quickly because I'm I'm not gonna get into details of each one. Okay. I'm gonna do the basics of it here, just so we're not. I don't want to bore people with this stuff because they don't care, you know. But one of the ones is in Brazil. They wear white. Okay. It's the color signifies luck and prosperity, and is meant to ward off bad spirits. Um. Uh, the other thing they do is, that even though they're wearing, you think, oh, they're wearing white, no big deal, but they go to the beach and they try, where they have to jump, um, seven waves while wearing white. Oh, okay. And because that's apparently seven's a lucky number in Brazil, and then the water is supposed to be the flow of good fortune to oh. the goddess of the sea. Oh, okay. Yeah, fun, good times. Go to the beach in your clothes. Cool. Uh, the Spring Festival in China, Chinese uh, New Year, of course, so many traditions. I mean, we could just, it's a plethora of traditions. Yeah. 
Uh, lots, of course, red decorations that symbolize good luck and good fortune for the Chinese New Year. Uh, you've seen the red lanterns to ward off bad luck. Uh, paper cutouts, they hang on the walls. They always do fireworks to scare off evil spirits. That okay, kind of thing, let's so. let's just be fair. Fireworks are just fun. Okay? Yeah, let's be honest. Who doesn't like to blow shit up? Oh, speaking of... Are we blowing speaking shit up? Of, no, not speaking oh. of blowing shit up. Speaking of Chinese dragons... Chinese New Year's dragons. Okay. Have you ever been in one? No. I have. Okay. Okay, this is <laughs> What? What? Yeah. All right. Okay, so when Take, we... Li- taking secret trips to Chinatown, Bob? <laughs> I wish it was the case. So, okay, so yeah, I, I, I realize I just... I have a story to tell about this. So, uh, way back when we lived in Spain, where you were born, when you were just a little baby... Yeah. Um, I, I remember those days. Yeah, you, you sure don't. Uh, the... <laughs> I was in fifth grade, Mr. Merlino's class, and Mr. Merlino was a type of teacher, I don't know if I've talked about him on this podcast before, but he was a type of teacher where every single month, he wanted to do something big with the class. Right. Whether he took be... you on that field trip where the, you got a flail. Right. Yeah. Big. Okay? <clears throat> so, for the month of January, we were going to do a Chinese New Year's Chinese dragon, and we had to make it, Right? So he's like, I'm going to pick out the best artists in the class, which was like me and these two other kids. And he's like, and I want you to draw a big dragon face. And then we'll have the class pick out of those three who is the best dragon face. And I was like, okay. So, you know, fifth grade, I'm trying to be Mr. Art Guy. So I'm like super art guy. I draw the best, most badass dragon face ever. Okay? The class picks it. Mr. Merlino ups the ante and goes, okay. Bob, since they picked your face, you get to be the head of the dragon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Not the fact because I was fucking almost six foot tall. (laughs) (laughs) But I was the head of the dragon. So I put my dragon face, went on the front. It was like basically a big giant cardboard box. I mean, fifth grade. Come on. Yeah. My picture of the dragon went on the front of the box. And the other two guys just went on the sides. And then I was in the front. And then the entire class had to color and put streamers for the entire length of the train or the, of the dragon. And then, of course, they got under that part. So the first day back, New Year's, we literally marched around the school for the in, almost the entire day um, in this Chinese New Year's dragon throwing candy to the to the fourth third and second graders out of this it was and it was like one of those things where it's like you're a fifth grade and you would like most fifth graders nowadays would not give a shit right like fuck all that but for whatever reason mr molino made this class give a shit okay so we were more than excited to a not have to be stuck on our desks b to be roaming the halls in a chinese new year's dragon outfit and then c throwing candy to these kids and watching them go berserko. It was fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you had your time. own parade. So I had my own parade. And I was a leader. <clears throat> the leader of my own parade. Okay. <laughs> the leader of your own parade. The leader of my own parade. I was a Chinese New Year's dragon. I know there's a photo somewhere. I don't have it. It sounds like a fucking yeah. My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay, moving on. So uh, in Colombia, or Fallout Boy song. Uh, in Colombia, they carry empty suitcases at midnight in hopes of introducing a n- year rife with travel, and they cool. run around with money in hand to attract financial security. <laughs> so, sounds like these sounds like people in hey, Colombia need to get robbed. <laughs> I got money. Uh, in Denmark, they smash plates, smash plates, and old dishes. Danish residents save their unused dinnerware and affectionately shatter them against the door of the family and friends as a way to ward off bad spirits. <laughs> so there's that. In Ecuador, they burn effigies, um, which are like kind of like they kind of look like little pinatas of things. Okay. The tradition started in like 1895 um, with yellow fever, and they would burn. Many to, they were forced to burn coffins packed with the clothes of the infected to try to get rid of the yellow fever. Okay. So weird. This went dark. 
Um, in Greece, uh, the festival of Saint Basil. Basil, another festival? twins. Basil. Um, customary Greek tradition is consuming a Saint Basil's cake. The cake is baked with a silver or gold coin inside, and whoever finds the coin in their slice is considered especially lucky in the coming year. So as long as you don't swallow the penny, you're good. Uh, <laughs> Japan practices Oshigatsu, okay? Most important holiday in Oh, Japan. yeah, I know what that is. I know you do. It's the most important holiday in Japan. Most important. It symbolizes renewal and bidding farewell to problems of the previous year. What's it called again? It's called Oshogatsu. 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 Okay. And it, on December 31st, Buddhist temples strike their gongs 108 times, each ring representing one of the 108 earthly temptations a person must overcome to achieve nirvana and expel wrong deeds. 108 earthly temptations. Okay. That's all. That's just 108. Apparently, apparently, there's 108 earthly temptations. So I get to keep any after the first 108. I don't see. There's no. There's no list here of what they are. So couldn't tell you. But anything after 108, I get to keep, right? Dude, guess what? <laughs> guess what the Netherlands do? Guess. Guess what the Dutch do? The Dutch naked miles. No, the Dutch. You would think so, but no. The Dutch. The Dutch do fireworks and explode things. Yeah, fuck yeah. Are triggered across major cities for hours at a time. Described as many as chaotic bursts of light. And they set cars and Christmas trees on fire. <laughs> Dude, why are we here? Why are we here, bro? Uh, Let's just move back to Holland. Another Dutch New Year's tradition is consuming Ole Bolin. You're an Ole Bolin. No, maybe. But it translates to oil balls. <laughs> Similar, okay, but okay, they're similar to donuts. These ole bolin, oil balls, are similar to donuts, and these bite-sized balls of fried dough dipped in powdered sugar are sold on street corners and shopping center. As as a final t- a finale to the celebration, this is the big one. As a finale to the celebration, after you eat your ole bolin <laughs> and you set your fucking car on fire. <laughs> Happy New Year. Uh, as a final <laughs> finale to the celebration, swimmers jump into the freezing waters of the North Sea on New Year's Day. All right. Just, there you go. Boom. Uh, let's see. I've only got like three more. Here we go. Uh, S- Scotland. Okay. Scotland has a celebration of the most rousing celebrations in the world. It's street- the most arousing. Uh, I thought that's what it said, but it- that's what they typed. I don't know. It doesn't seem right. All right. Because all it is is fire festivals, concerts, street festivals, and celebratory acts. But it's tradition known as first footing. The first person who crosses the threshold of a... I don't, per- I don't think I get uh, very turned on. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. I don't think I get very aroused by first I, footing. <laughs> again, misspelling. Thanks to this website. I'm not going to even tell the name. According to the custom, though, the first person who crosses the threshold of another person's home should bring a gift of luck. Traditionally, oh. this gift was a coal for the fire is or that, a is that Is that what's arousing? I, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Getting aroused over here because somebody showed up. Yeah, I got something for good luck. Yeah, hey. Uh, okay, this, D. this one I knew about in Spain. When we lived there, we did this, actually. Um, the most prominent New Year's tradition in Spain involves grapes. Have you heard about this? Do you know about this? You know this one yet? Jesus Christ, Jimmy. No, I have not. <laughs> Each year, they partake in this annual tradition of eating grapes. For every toll of the clock at midnight, they consume one grape. Twelve grapes total to represent good luck for each month of the year. So, like, you mean, like, with daylight savings? No, they don't. That'd be 13 grapes. But, no, they would do 12 grapes. So, as the clock strikes midnight, okay, bong, one grape, bong, two grapes, bong, three, grape number three, and, and so it, on and so forth. And it goes 12 times. Yeah, the clock strikes all the way to 12, midnight. Where, where's the confusion? So, when... I, I think I just don't know how clocks work. <laughs> I think that that's what wow, the problem let's, is. Let's stop the whole podcast right now. Tell Adam how a clock works. So wait a minute. So when it goes like one o'clock, it only goes bong once? Correct. And when it's two o'clock, it bong twice? 
you're onto something. And then three o'clock is three <laughs> times four is four times five is five. So at twelve, it it fucking gongs twelve times. Gongs or bongs, but yeah, I never knew that. You don't have anything in your house that gongs or bongs twelve times. Well, I guess. The, oh, I guess not. And see, and you. No. And here's no. the thing. No, Bob. When you were nothing bo- has bonged <laughs> or gonged in quite a while. Okay, quite is that some, what you wanted to hear? Quite some time. It's been a while. What do you want from me? Much less twelve hours ago. <laughs> the uh, nothing happens twelve times in one night. Okay, there's no gonging twelve times in one day. That's just crazy. People get hurt. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the uh, yeah. So, <laughs> no, you know how long ago it was I gong twelve times in a day? No, tell us. Reveal yourself. <laughs> Do you want me to move on, or do you want to stop there? <laughs> I got two. No, more. we can stop there. I got I'm two not, more. I'm just. I'm pulling a muscle thinking about it. <laughs> All right, th- these last two are quick. You ready? Yeah. Uh, Switzerland. They drop ice cream on the floor. Okay. Pour out some. Hey, Switzerland. Pour, pour out some dairy for your homies. I guess so. <laughs> drop a dollop of ice cream on the floor at midnight. Okay. Yeah. And then in the United States, what do they do in the United States? What do we all do in the United States? Ball drop. Watch Dick's ball drop. That's right. Every year. Every Dick year. Clark. Watch that dude's ball drop every year. And why do they and watch? And then we why? light off fireworks and make out with people. That's what we do. Why was Dick's ball dropped? Why do they do the ball drop? I don't know, because his name is Dick, and yeah. I thought it was a play on words. Nope. And they, nope. So they just did it. No. I don't know why. Because in the early 20th century, uh, fireworks were banned in New York. Oh. So they they came up with this dropping of the ball situation. And I then, thought you were going to go into some scientific thing. No. Talking about how the sun was on the opposite side of the earth. So there's something. No. I don't know. No. <laughs> Sorry. It represents the sun going down um, to a new year or something. I don't know. There you go. And we're the only, we are actually, the U.S. is the only one that sings um, the song Old Lang Syne, which translates to old long ago. The song spread beyond Scotland and the English-speaking world, bringing about a sense of belonging and fellowship. I don't even know the words of that song. Unless you live in the South, America, in the South of the United States, in which case we're supposed to eat black-eyed peas. Which symbolize economic uh, economic prosperity. Okay, what? I've never heard that I'm supposed to eat black eyed peas. A popular on... dish known as Hoppin' John. You ever heard of that? You ever heard of Hoppin' John? No, I've never heard of Hoppin' John. Well, fuck Hoppin' John. Apparently he okay, was. I'm one... not eating black eyed peas. Apparently he was one of the black eyed peas. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know which part. Oh, Fergie's backup. I guess I don't fucking know. Uh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Bitch so, pudding. I got a true or false. I got a true or false game. Okay. Okay. Before we wrap the show up here, okay. It's, okay? it's, it's all lies because we're uh, it's we're false. getting we're getting closer to midnight. False. If you're listening to us before midnight, we're getting closer to midnight. Okay. Countdown's beginning. About to begin. Okay. That was loud. So right. here we go. True or false? These true or false questions I got for you, Adam. There's twenty of them. Okay. So we're gonna move quickly. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to give you the answer right away. So if you got to tell me what your answer is, and I'll tell you yay or nay. And we got 20 of them, so we'll see. So we're going to do uh, lightning round? Kind of. Because I'm going to, like you said, you're going to tell me your answer, and I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. Okay. Here we go. True or false? First one. The first New Year's Eve ball drop was done in, was dropped in Times Square in 1905. Correct. Wrong, actually. Um, so it was done. Um, you said early 20th century last time. So. You're right, but it's the year they got stupid with the year because 1904. Fucking stupid, dumb. dumb. Yeah. Um, so I'll just I'm just gonna have to start putting it wrong though. No, number two, true or false? Get fucked. Forty percent of New Year's resolutions fail by February. Forty percent of New Year's resolutions fail by February. I feel like that percentage is higher. So you're false. Say- that is correct. The percentage is higher. It's actually 80% of resolutions yeah. fail by February. Now, Did you know 85% of statistics are made up? <laughs> yeah. Well, I also know the last time you played this game, 60% of the stuff you get. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, right. I, I said that last time. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, true or false, the traditional New Year's Eve song, Old Lang Syne, began as a poem written by John Keats. False. 
correct. Yes, yeah. because you literally just Robert told Burns. me. You literally just told me that it was like an old Scottish thing. Yep. True or false? The Times Square ball weighs eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy-five pounds. False. It's actually true. Wow. The original ball actually weighed seven hundred pounds. This new one, the new ball. Damn. Does weigh that much? It's twelve feet in diameter and covered in Waterford crystals. Dick's got some big balls with crystals on it. Number five, true or false? The symbol of Baby New Year can be traced back to an ancient Roman tradition. <sighs> I know it's an ancient tradition, but I just don't know if it was Roman or not. I want to say it was Chinese, but. So you're going to say... I'm going to say true. Unfortunately not. Uh, it is false because you are you were onto something with what you said, though. Because actually it's it's from a Greek tradition of escorting the baby throughout their villages to honor the Greek god. Okay, wait, so wait. number six. The, yep. Romans in Greece. I didn't say it wasn't. I'm just reading what the paper says. The baby New Year symbol evolved out of the Greek tradition of escorting a baby through the village to honor the Greek god. Okay. It sounds like I was right, but go ahead. It does sound like you're right. <laughs> it sounds like this, this paper's dumb, but we're going to keep going. Because <clears throat> these games don't matter. Okay, here we go. True or false? Uh, more than one billion people watch the Times Square ball drop ceremony each year. More than one million? More than one billion with a b b b False. It's actually true. Worldwide really? audience of more than one billion people watch, both huh. in person and on TV. No shit. Because there's only 300 million people in the U.S. I was like, do 700 million people in the world actually care about our balls dropping? I don't think so. Well, they do when they're 11,000 pound balls. Yeah. Um, the tradition of eating Hop and John on New Year's Day is believed to help restore world peace. Didn't we just talk about hopping? We down? did. This is um, just kind of a gimme. If you yeah, pay attention. true, true. No, it's false. It's false. This is a southern thing you said. Yeah, eating hopping Johns is believed to bring prosperity and good luck. Not in not in restore South. not restore world peace. Oh, there's no world peace restore restoration happening because you ate six black eyed peas on fucking Tuesday, dude. <laughs> if I if I eat six black eyed peas, the world has accomplished world peace. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's as far as it's going. Yes. Uh, ancient per, uh, ancient Persians used to give the gift of eggs on New Year's. False. That's true. It symbolized productiveness. Okay. The concept of a ball dropping to signal the passage of time dates back long before New Year's Eve False. was celebrated in Times Square. False. It's actually true. The fuck, Bob? The first known time ball... Was built in 1833 atop England's Royal Observatory at Greenwich. You're a time ball. The most, <laughs> the most popular New Year's resolution for 2021 was exercising more. True or false? The most popular New Year's resolution for 2020, going into 2021, was exercising more. I'm gonna say yeah because everybody was locked in their house. Correct. Yeah, because they were sick of being in their house. Uh, wassail is a warm. Cider-like punch with early English origins that used to be a popular New Year's Eve drink. Say what? Wassail, W-A-S-S-A-I-L, is a warm, cider-like punch with early English origins that used to be a popular New Year's Eve drink. True. Correct. It's actually a mixture of cider, ale, and mead brewed with spices and apples. Uh, Kissing at midnight is a modern tradition. It's actually false. According to the Washington Post, spooching someone to celebrate the New Year is a tradition borrowed from English and German folklore. So it's huh. not, it wasn't a modern thing. I, that's something. Look at there. I, I fucking just got knowledge dropped right there. I didn't know that. Uh, more than 2,000 pounds of confetti is typically dropped in Times Square to bring in the New Year. True. That's correct. They make a fucking mess. Uh, it's in some parts of the world, people eat exactly 12 grapes at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. True. Correct. We just talked about that. It's for Spain. Uh, true or false, cracking open a peppermint pig during the holiday season is believed to bring good fortune in the new year. True. Correct. This is a common practice done with family and friends in upstate New York. Uh, true or false, uh, during Hogmanay, the Scottish New Year celebration, it's tradition to kiss everyone in the room. 
True. Correct. The idea is to bring together friends and strangers. Everybody gets herpes on their face. Okay. The Dick Clark was the first broadcast host of Times Square New Year's Eve celebration. True. No, it's false, actually. So Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians Big Band hosted New Year's festivities for 48 years, starting back in New York's radio broadcast in 1929. So Dick actually picked radio. up Radio. That's not what you said in the question. I said Dick Clark was the first broadcast host of Times Square's New Year's <sighs> Eve celebration. God damn it. I thought TV host. I, I, I You know what? It, I, you're right. They fucking got tricky with this with these questions. I'll give okay. you that one. True or false, New Year's Eve is America's second favorite holiday. True. It's false. The majority of Americans, 78% actually, said Christmas was their favorite holiday, and then Thanksgiving and 4th of July came in second and third. New Year's okay. actually came in fourth with 40% of, 41% of the population declaring it their favorite. Okay. I... Could give two shits. Um, here we go. Last two. The true or false. The majority of Americans stay awake until midnight on New Year's Eve. True. That is correct. Uh, but 12% of Americans fall asleep before midnight. Um, number 20. Last one. The Times Square ball has been dropped every year since 1907. I mean, False. Correct. Due to World War II blackouts, Times Square remained dark in 1942 and 43, so it hasn't been every single year. So you got that one right. You literally split this fucking game. I got 50%? 50%. Half the time works every time. 50% of the time, it works every single time. So yeah, so there you go. So people, hey, hey, FYI, now you just learned all kinds of stuff about New Year's that you probably don't care about. That's an accurate statement. <laughs> Nobody cared. According to this, one out of every four people <laughs> think it's the best holiday. True. <clears throat> but with that being said, we have to get ready to count down for the new year. Let's do it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you psyched? I'm psyched. You, you look like you're already falling asleep over there. I'm halfway falling asleep. You're halfway I'm falling fucking asleep. Fucking exhausted. So Dude, falling asleep. It's you been such today, and you're so falling asleep. Get fucked, bro. No, no I had a long nothing. ass day yesterday. I had a five hour, five a five a five hour shift yesterday. And no, nobody's it, crying it right now. It drained me of all of my energy in nobody, that five hours. Nobody is. Nobody's crying for a five hour shift, guy. If you, you had to deal with what I had to deal 15 with, fifteen-hour shift, we'd be sorry, we'd feel happy. Five hours, we'd be tired too. Regardless, we're wasting precious time here now just to get to the countdown. Ready? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's already too late. Three. <laughs> two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's set this up. Okay, here we go. Ready? And ten, ten nine, nine, eight, eight seven, seven, six. six. Five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! All right, there you go. Welcome to 2022. Yay! Mwah. <laughs> Mwah. <laughs> oh, I'm so exhausted now. I stayed up way too late. I don't stay up for these ever, ever, ever. Uh, <laughs> thanks, you guys, for hanging out with us before New Year's. And thank you for um, listening to us all year long. Um, we can't wait to get started into our 2022 um, video podcast year. And uh, yes. so check us out. Go to YouTube and uh, look us up there, the Ray Hart Rundown on YouTube channel. Yeah, Subscribe get ready. now so that you are all set to go. Uh, and I think, uh, what, you got anything else we want to talk about? Join our Patreon if you want exclusive stuff because this year is going to be even bigger than the last. So go to patreon.com slash Ray Hart Rundown. And check us out there. And then, of course, like if you want to rep our gear and help us out. RayHeartRundownMerch.com. RayHeartRundownMerch.com. You got it. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with us for this New Year's little New Year's party. We appreciate it. And you guys have a safe and happy uh, New Year. Yes. And if you're listening before New Year's, please, guys, do not drink and drive. Okay? It is the number one year of DUIs. You don't want to be that statistic. Um, Correct. Because even though 85% of the statistics are made up, <laughs> that statistic is accurate. Uh, do not drink and drive. Always Uber. 
Uh, there's a lot of places that are giving out rides for free for you to be safe. But yeah, just keep it safe, guys, and we will talk to you all next week. All right. Bye now. Bye now.